Whenever you have occasion to send a card, remember a Hallmark card will best express your perfect taste, your thoughtfulness. The Hallmark Charlotte Greenwood Show. And here she is, that lovable lady of stage, screen, and radio, Charlotte Greenwood. story about a sailor, a gob from Uncle Sam's Navy. Oh, uh, excuse me, Mrs. Greenwood. Uh, we don't use that word gob in the Navy anymore. Sailors like to be called mate. Not by me, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> and it isn't Mrs. Greenwood, it's Miss Greenwood. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're sorry. <laughs> Friend Charlotte Greenwood has as her special guest today... One of the screen's most personable young men, the star of the Warner Brother picture, Too Young to Know, Mr. Robert Hutton. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Hallmark Charlotte Greenwood Show is brought to you this Sunday and every Sunday at this time by the makers of Hallmark Greeting Cards to remind you that whenever you want to remember someone, you'll find a Hallmark card that says just what you want to say the way you want to say it. So when you choose a card... Look on the back for the identifying name, Hallmark. Yes, don't forget, a Hallmark card will best express your perfect taste, your thoughtfulness. down from the late afternoon sky and covering the town with a magic mantle that turns streets and trees and houses into frosted crystals. Here on Main Street, hurrying homeward with the last minute packages, we meet Aunt Charlotte and young Robert trudging through the snow. Hurry, Robert. We've got to get home and trim that tree. I'm pushing right along, Aunt Charlotte. Oh, boy, look in that window. What is it? This door's got skates. Real champion ice skates. Oh, and here I've been searching the town for skates like those. Have you, honest? Hmm. What do you want skates for, Aunt Charlotte? Well, I might want to wear them sometime when Sylvester's just waxed the floors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aunt Charlotte, you wouldn't want skates for yourself. Well, you can't tell what might come up, although when I'm on skates, you can always tell what's coming down. <laughs> Gosh, Aunt Charlotte. You love winter sports, too. Oh, I do. And as a matter of fact, I hold one of the world's records. Which one? I was the first woman to see the top of the Alps without climbing them. <laughs> that short, about those skates in the window. Who are they for? Mm, for a certain small boy. Anybody I know? Mm, maybe. Who is it? Oh, look at that big, chubby Santa Claus on the corner. Who is it? Looks like Mr. Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> no, Aunt Charlotte. I mean, who's the little boy you're going to get the ice skates for? Ooh, a little boy who's very deserving of them. Oh. Get your mistletoe here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll need the water. Hey, look who's doing mistletoe. Jerry Davis lives down the block from us. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Robert. Oh, hi, Miss Greenwood. Did you get your mistletoe yet? Did you? Huh? Did you? Huh? 
Mistletoe. You know, I remember the first sprig of mistletoe I bought when I was 16 years old. Did you hang it up and wait to be kissed? Uh-huh, and if nothing happens by next Thursday, I'm going to take it down. Uh, oh, yes. Robert, hold these packages for me. I want to go in and see about those ice skates. I'll be right back. Okay, Aunt Charlotte. Hey, hey, Robert, watch me make a big deal with this sailor coming along. They're always a pushover for mistletoe. Here you are, sailor. Get your mistletoe. What do I want with mistletoe? Ain't you heard? You hang it up in your house. What house? I'm sleeping in the bus station. Bus station? What for? Well, because I... I say, will you kids get out of my way? But I want to know, mister. Well, I'll say one thing for you, son. You're the first person in Lakeview that's even been interested. Okay, I'll tell you. I just got out of the Navy, see? I get back to my farm over near Mountain City, but nobody's there. My wife's gone, and she's told the neighbors she's coming here to Lakeview. Gee, what for? Nobody knows. So I get here yesterday, and I can't find her anyplace. I can't even find a room to stay in myself. The town's jammed. Gee, that's tough. But look, mister, maybe I could help you. My Aunt Charlotte Greenwood and she... Hey, pipe down. But my Aunt Charlotte could find... I said cut it. Look, mister, you want to buy some mistletoe, don't you? I told you no, didn't I? What am I wasting my time talking to kids for? i got to find my wife. I'm shoving off. Look, Jerry, what'd you make me shut up for? You gotta get all the angles to be in shape, Bobby. Don't don't tell your Aunt Charlotte about this, or she'll spend all night running around town trying to help the guy. And meantime, what's gonna happen to your Christmas Eve, huh? No supper, no tree, no nothing. Mm, yeah, but... Here she comes. Oh, Robert, who was that sailor I just saw walking away? Why, he... Uh... He, was, he was just asking directions, Miss Greenwood. Hey, you, didn't you get the skate? Well, they didn't have the right size. Uh, are you sure? Well, they're sending to the warehouse. They'll deliver them this evening. Robert, we must get home. Have a Merry Christmas, Jerry. Oh, you bet. With the dough I'm making on this mistletoe, I'll do all right. Yo, get your mistletoe here. Yo, get your mistletoe. He's a se- sentimental little boy, isn't he? Where's Charlotte? Yes, Robert? What does it mean to get all the angles? Where did you hear that? Ah, oh, Jerry and I were talking, and he said I ought to get all the angles to be in good shape. Don't you believe it, son. I've had nothing but angles, and look at the shape I'm in. <laughs> That bulb on top of the tree just burned out. Oh. So, Dusty, if you put in a new one, they'll all come on, won't they? I don't know. But I'll see. Yes, yes, it's working. Hello, children. Well, hi, Aunt Charlotte. Hi. 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 Are you saying hello or describing me? <laughs> uh, hello there. Oh, my, what a lovely tree. Yeah, many crickets. Mm. The lights all work now. Yes, yeah. Wonderful thing, electricity. Mm-hmm. Benjamin Franklin discovered it in 1752. He was flying a kite in a thunderstorm. Well, I don't know why Benjamin Franklin gets all the credit for the discovery. Well, it was his experiment. I know, but it was my kite. <laughs> uh, that tree sure is pretty. Well, got to go out the kitchen and have a good cry. A good cry? Yes. Peel and onions. Mm-hmm. I'll call you when dinner's ready. Aunt Charlotte, are you going to hang up your stockings tonight? I am not. Last Christmas, I hung up my only pair of nylons, and in the morning, the stockings were gone, and there was a note from Santa Claus. What did it say? Thank you. This is just what Mrs. Claus wanted for Christmas. Oh, Oh, here's one more ball to hang on the Christmas tree. Oh, gee, it sure is a beautiful tree. Yeah, but it'd look a lot prettier if it had a pair of ice skates under it. (laughs) So you think maybe you're going to get a pair of ice skates, eh, Sprout? (laughs) Well, how do you think you'd look on ice skates? I'd look swell. Aunt Charlotte, how do you look on ice skates? Hmm? 
two inches taller. Gee whiz, everybody looks two inches taller in ice skate. Yes, but not two inches taller than the Chrysler building. <laughs> Aunt Joe, I forgot. Here's all the mail I brought in. Oh, it looks like a lot of Christmas cards there. Yeah. Can I open the ones that are just for the family? Of course, Robert. Let's all sit down here in front of the fire, huh? And then everybody can see them. Poke up that log a little, will you, Jack? Oh, sure will. Boy, am I tired. Aunt Charlotte and I were in and out of a million stores. People were buying everything in sight. One woman rounded up six floor workers to get a half a dozen carnations. <laughs> Come on now, let's look at the Christmas card, shall we? Okay. Oh, gee, am I sleepy. Here's a pretty card from the Gregory family. Oh, isn't it lovely? The shepherds watching their flock. Let's see, Barbara. On earth, peace. Goodwill toward men. Hmm. Nothing could be more beautiful than that, children. Oh, right up to date, too. Up to date? Well, the war's over, isn't it? That's peace. <laughs> you're so sleepy, you don't know what you're saying. The card isn't about the war. It's what the angel said to the shepherds almost 2,000 years ago. Okay, who's arguing? <laughs> Talking like it was a new idea. Well, Robert could be right, Jack. Any idea is new until it's generally accepted and understood. There are still some people who may not understand the true meaning of peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Just as there may have been people in Bethlehem who didn't understand and accept the shepherds when they told them what they had seen and heard that night in the fields. Honestly, Aunt Charlotte, do you think there were people who didn't believe the shepherds? Well, Bethlehem was just a little country town until Caesar Augustus decreed that everyone had to return to his native city to be taxed. And then, overnight, it was filled with strangers. And people are often suspicious of strangers, even when they speak of peace and goodwill. Hmm... Let's see some more of those cards, shall we, Robert? Robert? I knew it. He's gone to sleep. Robert? Oh, Robert? Robert! Oh, Robert! I'm pushing right along at Charlotte as fast as I can. Oh, hurry, son. I want to get to the marketplace before everything's gone. My, I've never seen so many people in Bethlehem. That's on account of Caesar making everybody go back where they were born. Oh, I see. Gosh, Aunt Charlotte, Caesar liable to make you go back to Egypt. Egypt? Why? You're so beautiful. Huh? You look just like Cleopatra. <laughs> you can dream better than I can. Thanks, <laughs> Aunt Charlotte. Oh, boy, look in that store. What is it, Robert? They got slingshots. Real champion David Martin slingshot. Oh, I'll bet I know a certain small boy who'd like one of those. Oh, boy. If I had one, I'd shoot it just like David. Not if I have anything to say about it. What do you mean? I look too much like Goliath. <laughs> and I'm not dreaming. <laughs> but anyway, hold these packages, Robert. I'll be right back. Run. Get your run. Steal all the animals out. Hiya, Jeremiah. Oh, hi. Hey, Robertius. Watch me make a big deal with a shepherd coming along. They're always a pushover for a rug. Here you are, Shep. Don't you want a rug, don't you? Huh? Don't you? Huh? What do I want with a rug? Ain't you heard you put it on the floor? What floor? I'm sleeping in the fields. The fields? Why? Well, because I... Well, will you kids get out of my way? But I want to know, shepherd. Well, I came to Bethlehem to find someone. Someone who means peace and goodwill toward men. I can't find him. I can't even find a place to stay myself. Look, Shepard, maybe I could help you. 
Well, sure. Hey, pipe down. No, I won't. But look, you got to get all the angles. This time I don't care about any angles. Aunt Charlotte, Aunt Charlotte. What is it, Robert? The shepherd, Aunt Charlotte. He's trying to find someone. Someone that means peace and goodwill. Those are beautiful things. How can I help you, Shepherd? You mean, you mean you're willing to believe me even if I'm a stranger? Of course. Tell me, how did you hear about these things? Well, night before last, the mother shepherds and I were watching our flocks. It was a still night with a sky like a, well, like a big blue bowl. And the stars, you could reach up and pick yourself a handful of them. And all at once, there was an angel standing beside us. The angel said not to be afraid because he had good tidings. He says it in a manger. Robert? Oh, Robert. Robert, wake up, son. Dinner's ready. Uh, uh, where'd it go? Where? Oh, I'm in late for you. <laughs> oh, boy, have you been having a dream? You've been asleep for half an hour mumbling about somebody needing help. What were you dreaming, son? Yes, Charlotte. Did you ever do something the wrong way? I wish you had a chance to do it over. What's on your mind, Robert? Well, down at the bus station at Charlotte, there's a shepherd, I mean a sailor, and he needs somebody to help him. I see. Well, Jack and Barbara, you have your dinner, and Robert and I will be back as soon as we can. You mean, you mean you're going to go with me? Of course, darling. Though I must say I never expected to start chasing sailors at my age. Let's go. <laughs> This Tuesday will be an unforgettable day for families all over the nation. It will be the first Christmas at home for thousands of servicemen. Tomorrow night, for the first time, many young fathers will help fill tiny stockings, help trim the tree that will make their little ones' eyes grow big as saucies. And on Christmas Day, the air will be filled with Christmas carols, the laughter of children, the aroma of spruce, and the fabulous turkey that Mom will be preparing in the kitchen. The house will ring with the warm wishes of friends who call to say Merry Christmas. And Christmas will really be Christmas again. Part of it is the pleasure you'll feel in looking through the cards you've received. For Christmas cards are little winged messengers that carry the thoughts of friends and loved ones. Each card tells you that someone has remembered. Someone is thinking of you at Christmas. Is close to you in spirit, reaching out perhaps across many miles. Yes, Christmas will really be Christmas. Because your friends and dear ones will have shared it in person and through the heart-to-heart messages of cards. Now back to the Hallmark Charlotte Greenwood Show. It's really Christmas Eve in Lakeview now. The snow is piling higher in the streets, and most of the people of the town are enjoying the peace and comfort of their own firesides. But not Aunt Charlotte and young Robert. 
Right now, they're entering Lakeview's crowded bus station. Hi, there are a lot of sailors in here, Robert. And how are you? Are you sure you can find the one you talked to? Yeah, I'll know him. He had on a blue uniform and a white hat. <laughs> well, that's a novelty. <laughs> can you tell me more about him? He had a lot of silver ribbons on his chest. Well, I can see quite a few sailors in here with ribbons on their chest, but they've all got girls on their arms. <laughs> how are we going to find him? I tell you, Shaw. Maybe you could ask that sailor coming this way. You mean the one with the club and the SP on his arm? Yes, he's that for shore patrol. Really? I thought it meant sailor's pal. <laughs> oh, uh, pardon me? Yeah, lady? I'm looking for a sailor. They're all taken. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's a certain sailor that I've got to find. I'm trying to help him find his wife. Oh, that guy. Oh, you know him? You see this bump on my jaw, lady? That's how he got acquainted. He struck you? Yeah. He kept hanging around here telling me he's got to find his wife. I tell him I don't know any way to find her, so cast off. And that's when he lowered the boom on me. It sounds like a naval engagement. Lady, the Battle of the Coral Sea wasn't in it. Finally, I'm on top. I'm getting ready to throw him in a brig. Then I find out he's got discharge papers. So I turn him over to the cops. Well, then what happened to him? Uh, you might find him at the police station. Yeah. The way that guy was acting, there's no telling what happened to the police station. Oh, well, thank you very much. Well, Robert, come along. We're going to the police station. Police station? What for? Son, I imagine a lot of sailors have bailed out battleships. Yeah? But this is the first time an old battleship ever bailed out a sailor. <laughs> is the right police station, lady, and I know the sailor you mean. Oh, good. Where is he? He ain't here. We let him go. Uh, why, officer? Oh, I don't know. It's Christmas. I guess I'm just sentimental. Did you try to help him? Oh, sure, sure. We got his wife's description to turn over to the Bureau of Missing Persons. But between you and me, I don't think we're going to find his wife in Lakeview. Why not? Well, from what he told me, his wife is a city girl. He met her about a year ago and left her on this farm of his over near Mount City. Excepting for one furlough last spring. He ain't seen her since. And him being at sea, they ain't hardly had any letters from each other. Well, that's happened pretty often, Sergeant. Yeah. And the rest of it's happened pretty often, too. Now, my idea is that she's just drifted away and he'll never find it. Oh, from what Robert has told me about that sailor, I'm pretty sure you're wrong, Sergeant. Lady, if you expect to find that guy, you just don't know anything about sailors. Oh, yes, I do. I was out on the ocean once and a sailor looked me up and he was looking for the keeper. The... The keeper? Yeah, he thought I was a lighthouse. <laughs> Let's go, Robert. Yeah, Sean. It's snowing harder than ever. We've looked everywhere for that sailor. And you're missing your Christmas Eve and your dinner, too. Are you sure you want to keep on trying? Yeah, I am. Nothing that's awful important. Well, I'm glad you do, Robert, because that's just the way I feel about it. Come on, son. Hey, look who's coming. Gertrude Gleason. Oh, Merry Christmas, Gertrude. Oh, Miss Gleason. Oh, I'm so excited. I mean, I really am. I mean, I am really. I mean, if I don't tell you the news immediately, I'll simply burst. I'll actually burst. <laughs> I mean, I can't keep it a secret another minute. I really can't. I, I mean, you've never heard anything like it. Yes, well, will I ever hear anything about it? <laughs> Oh, Mr. Greenwood, I can hardly 
believe it, but a sailor stopped me on the street just now. I mean, he actually did. I mean, I was simply flabbergasted at the questions he asked me. I mean, he wanted to know where he, where he could find you. Me? Hey, did he have a lot of silver ribbons? Oh, his old chest was just covered with them. That's the one, Aunt Charlotte. Well, why would he be looking for me? He doesn't even know my name. Oh, yes, he does. Yeah, I told him your name this afternoon. Oh, you'd better hurry. He's on his way to your house now. Oh, Miss Greenwood. Why are sailors so wonderful? <laughs> a sailor knows the seven seas. The seas he's always doing. Caressing, courting, clinching, clutching, clinging, cuddling, cooing. <laughs> Robert, I have my keys. Hello, Bob. That's the best of you see a sailor? Yeah. Awesome. Oh. Uh, Sylvester, he means, has a sailor been here? Yeah. Here in this room? Oh, yeah. Well, where is he now? Gone. Gone? You let him leave here? Yeah. Well, where did he go? Out to the kitchen. Oh, <laughs> for goodness sake, Sylvester, why didn't you say so? Looked mighty hungry, and I had the fixin's, so I fixed them. <laughs> Charlotte. Oh, oh! Good evening, young man. Gee, are you Miss Greenwood? In the flesh, what there is of it. <laughs> I guess you've met my nephew, Robert Barton. Hi. Yeah, that, uh, that's why I'm here. You see, I didn't know what I was doing, where I was going to go. Everything was going wrong, and I didn't know what to do next. And then I finally remembered. Robert told me his aunt, Charlotte Greenwood, you could help me. Miss Greenwood, my name is Joe Smith. I've got a problem. I'm desperate, and I've got to find my wife. Well, you will. You will. Calm down and tell me all about her. I understand you haven't seen her since last spring. Well, that's right, ma'am, and our letters haven't been getting through. So all I know is that she told the neighbor she was coming here to Lakeview. And you've looked all over town? Well, high and low. Every hotel and room and house, the Y, the service organizations, every place. Gee, it sure is a problem. That's sure he said. We've got to get all the angles. Hmm. You know, Robert, I think you've got something there. Joe, exactly when was the last time you saw your wife? At the end of March, last spring. Last spring? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's one angle we've completely overlooked. Joe, I think I know where your wife is. You do? Uh-huh. If I'm wrong, I'm going to be greatly surprised. But if I'm right... Yeah? You're going to have the greatest surprise of your life. <laughs> General Hospital. Good evening. Yes, sir. I'll tell the head nurse. Goodbye. Why, Charlie, I didn't realize that was you standing there. No, you didn't. No, I thought the boy had brought in our Christmas tree. Who <laughs> <laughs> is that, Charlotte? You don't look like a tree. She <laughs> doesn't. After about that time, she was up north in that lumber camp. <laughs> what happened to Charlotte? Oh, I was walking along and I tripped, and as I was falling, everybody shouted, Timber! <laughs> Matilda, suppose you tell me what you're doing here. Charlotte, you know I'm a nurse's aide, and the hospital needs help as much on Christmas Eve as any time, but what in the world are you doing here? Well, Robert and I and this young man, we would like to look at babies, Matilda. Babies? Babies? You mean my wife? Well, is it just dawning on you, Joe? Well, lead the way, Matilda. Ward's right this way, Charlotte. 
glass panel. There's a name on each crib. I think one name Smith. But you're the one young man in all this world that I'd really be glad to fall for. Merry Christmas, that shot. Merry Christmas, Robert. Gee, that fellow was sure happy. He said it was an unusual baby. All babies are unusual, Robert. You were a very unusual baby. Were you that shot? I was the most unusual baby. <laughs> How so? I was the only baby in history whose legs were longer than the storks. <laughs> Mind you again, the next time you buy a card for any occasion, look on the back for the identifying name Hallmark. H A L L M A R K. Like sterling on silver, the word Hallmark is your assurance of finest quality. It tells your friends you cared enough to send the very best. Yes, a Hallmark card will best express your perfect taste, your thoughtfulness. And now, Charlotte Greenwood. Friends, we'll all be hearing often through the coming holidays those two words, Merry Christmas, 
spoken many different ways. We will hear them said with feeling, filled with warmth and friendly glow. Then again, they'll be as casual as good morning or hello. We'll even hear them uttered like a record or machine. Merely two words, quick and careless, with no thought of what they mean. Friends, let's never be forgetting. Christmas means the day of Christ. Let no hint of that great meaning, even once, be sacrificed. Let's remember it's the birthday of the mighty Prince of Peace, and his kingdom, and his glory, and his power will never cease. Put that meaning in your greetings. Let it ring forever true. That's the kind of Merry Christmas that I'm wishing all of you.